Demons Discuss TV Review Season 1 Episode 8 Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We're your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I'm Valerie, and with me is Angela and Jean. Hello. Hi. Yay, this is the last episode. Well, not really the, uh, not our last TV episode, but the last episode we discussed the about the TV episode. show. Oh, oh. In depth. Oh, and then we're going to have to wait. Ooh. And watch it repeatedly. Yes. So what are we talking about today, Jean? We are talking about the final episode of this first season of A Discovery of Witches, which is jam-packed, to be honest with you folks. So it better strap in and hang on because the wagon is going to be flying. We may be hitting some bumps, Dukes of Hazard style, at the rate this is going. (laughs) God, I better get the bungee cords. (laughs) No kidding. I know. I'm I'm just just telling you. I mean, think about the cliffhanger we were left at. The hot barn and Juliet. I know. Diane. Anna and everything's going to hell in a handbasket. I know, but we're not there yet. Gee, we didn't even get in the wagon yet. Hang on. <laughs> you asked me what we're going to talk about, and I'm just telling you where we're starting from and where we're going. You're right. You're right. My bad. Just just let me give everyone my oral roadmap. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Before we get into our Patreon spiel, this is where I need to let you know that all Souls Con 2019 tickets are on sale. Yay! Oh, yes! (laughs) (laughs) It's that damn time walking. It gets us confused. I know. (laughs) So so does my memory, though. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So these tickets have been on sale as of February, so get yours today. It's in Cardiff. Yes. Where they filmed the show. Woo! Yay! Okay, how much more special? Now, before the TV show came out in the U.S. at least, mm-hmm. a Discovery Witches TV was trying to lure All Souls Con over there via a tweet. It was an innocent little tweet. Hey, why don't you come out to Cardiff? It'd be fun. Now that and we've the- seen the show, it just means so much. Oh, my I know. God! <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you. You can't see me bow down fanning you a Discovery Witches TV, but I am. I know. And all you needed to do was dangle that in front of Laura. So thank you, Laura, for taking the bait. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So if you'd like to do that, go to allsoulscon.org slant tickets. Yay. And we'll see you there. We'll be there. Hey. Yeah. (laughs) square. Okay, guys, as our TV coverage draws to a close, and there's still two episodes left, as Angela said, so don't panic. We want to heartily thank our patrons for helping us get these episodes out to the general public. So thank you. Yay! We pay for cloud storage, media hosting, web hosting, equipment expenses, software subscriptions, and all the boring and costly shit that's required to put together this hot, messy podcast, right? Fonts. <laughs> Stock pictures, stock all the pictures, stuff, all the stuff to keep us legal and above board. My sound effects, yay! Those yes. two, 
right. Um, our patrons are listeners just like you, and we love on them properly. So, Gene, how do we show our love? We show our love by giving them a whole panoply of swag and special consideration, including our after show, which gives you the double dose of demons on off week. Well, there is no off weeks during our TV season, but every other week you'll get a dose of demons in their nonsense. You also get at our any level, you get the after show sticker. And as the levels progress, bigger and better swag, including swag! tote bags. <laughs> you know, some people like jeans. F-bombs and swear words. I love when she uses words like panoply. Panoply. <laughs> when, she, when she uses words I don't expect. <laughs> That's why I love my like gene. I'd like to keep everybody on their toes. I love that we live on different areas and we were raised in different areas because I'm like, does she mean panoply? <laughs> <laughs> because we all pronounce things slightly different. <laughs> I know. It's a Midwestern thing. Yeah, Panopoly. Sounds like Monopoly to me, Uh this New Yorker. (laughs) I was like, I think she means Panopoly. That's what she means. I'm a little more more peripatetic than you are, so there. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So uh, now for our episodic, episodic, see, I said that wrong. Now for our episodic boring reminder, we will attempt to only discuss the TV show. Attempt is the key word. If you haven't mm-hmm. noticed, we haven't mastered that skill yet. Yeah. Keep no. trying, though. One of these days, we'll get it right. We, maybe next year, I think. <laughs> so, during the first part of the episode, we'll do a book comparison. Oh, no. First part of the episode, just TV. And then later, we'll do a book comparison. And we will announce the We will announce, zone. right? And if you haven't read the books yet, we will warn you. So, you can stop this episode if spoilers aren't your thing. But if you don't care, then Eh, eh, keep going. <laughs> Power on through. Yeah. So our random patron sponsor today. Drum roll, please. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Valerie Nauer. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you. Thank you, Valerie. Thanks for sponsoring us in this episode. Yay! All right. There's an adventure calling. Jump in the wagon. Let's go. Let's fucking do this. Let's do this. <laughs> I hope we got a full tank of gas. This episode, the gang is all here in oh, all God, locations. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. All here. Okay. So, all right. Let's shake it off. When we left off, Diana was going through some magical self-defense training in the woods. Matthew was encouraging her to detect his presence without using her outer senses. She's just to use her magic to find him. Well, it works because she senses a vampiric presence. And as she's working her way towards it with her eyes closed, we realize she's going the wrong direction because Matthew's over there, Diana. But who did she find? (laughs) Juliet. And this is how we open. Oh, my God. Shit. Oh, what did you guys think of this? After I recovered from my heart attack. Oh, jeez. Man, it just, ugh. I don't know. I think my first thought would be if I were Diana, it's like, oh, she's so pretty. <laughs> you know, you know, they say forewarned is forearmed. Yeah. Even being forewarned here, it was no help. No, it was right. still like, oh. It's like, no. don't go into the woods. It's the blonde girl from Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't do it. 
Oh my okay, God. if you hadn't read the books, if you hadn't seen the, se- the seven episodes before this and you just opened your eyes for the first time and she was at your fingertips, I'd be thinking she's unhinged. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, scared. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. trouble. But as always, Matthew's going to come to the rescue. So he vampires swiftly over there and um, Juliet's got some things to say to him, you know? Hello, Matthew. I've left him. You abandoned me. And now you're mating with her. If you had her. I have to know how she did it. Kiss her. Or I'll make her bleed. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And the thing that struck out to me is how she was so upset on how she was abandoned. Oh, you abandoned me. Terrible. Oh, man. It was it was it was Alex. She's like. Alex to- from uh, Fatal Attraction. Oh, oh I'm like, I was like, wait, Dan, what? <laughs> Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so um, totally Fatal Attraction. I loved it. Yes. The, the thing is, kiss her, I'll make her bleed, and it was just like the books. See, I already fucked it up. I already messed up. Well, that's that's not bad though to say it was like the books. Yeah. See, I didn't spoil anything. It was just yeah. like the books. Anyway, kiss her, I'll make her bleed. It was kind of creepy, hot. You think? Creepy. Emphasis uh, on the creepy, but. <laughs> Did you feel my judgment a little? Yes. I, felt my, I felt the judgment a thousand miles away, but I'm used to it because, you know, I like the stalking. Yeah, I know. I know. So Juliet observes Diana's reaction to Matthew's kiss. And uh, she's realizing from the look on her face, this is all I, that I got out of it. She realized she was being used by Gerbert. Mm-hmm. She felt used by Matthew. And it was like it all hit her in that moment that her circumstances are absolute garbage, man. And it's like, right. oh, shit, Miriam right. was right. <laughs> and then she lashes out. I mean, Matthew took the brunt of it, but I mean, I'm no shrink, but she's like bipolar. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looks like. A bipolar vampire would just be a mess to deal with. So, And knowing that she's so attracted to him and or I mean, she craves him. You don't expect that she's going to do that to Matthew. You no. think it's going to be, Di- no. be Diana? Well, but on the other hand, it's kind of like, wait, I don't get, I would, I don't get to have him. I'm going to make sure she doesn't get to have him because he yeah. wants her. Nobody has him. Yeah. yeah, if I don't get him, nobody has him. So at this point, she gives no fucks. She has nothing to lose. She's already lost Matthew, so she's just going to do what she's going to do. Yeah. So she got Matthew good, and um, no pun, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> 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 And then here comes Diana, and bam, all of a sudden, uh, she's strong. She throws Juliet aside, and Juliet's like, your magic can't save him. But her magic can kill Juliet, though. Yes. Let's talk about this scene. The arrow, the flames coming out of her hand. It It was was so perfect. It was awesome. Fucking awesome. It's like she didn't think twice. It's like, bam, flames came out of her hand. She drew back, and that arrow flung, and... Yeah, the like, special effects were just great. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, she went all the way through the window. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I expect her to be more barbecued, though. I was going to say, I, I thought the whole arrow was and bone arrow was spectacular and the velocity and all and the speed. But then I did want her to be a little crispy. I, remember the, remember the, um, the oubliette in an interview with the vampire when yeah. Claudia and her, whoever she turned, the, the oh, older Claudia woman she Madeline? turned. Yes. Yeah. And, and then they, the, sun, the sun came over the opening and then they turned to like crispy, crispy ashes. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I expected. I, I wasn't disappointed I that it wasn't. But I was like, I thought it was going to be that way. She died pretty. I, I, was, I was kind yes. of expecting yeah. that. Like you said, at least a little, she should have just been a little bit singed, maybe. At least something. Yeah. It's like, come on, people. Well, at first, she went through the window and then... Diana rushed to Matthew and I thought, well, we don't know that she's really oh, dead. I know. And that then, was my then, thought too. I'm like, yes. oh shit. I mean, after what happened with Louise, uh, Louise Brealey and uh, Jillian, I'm like, yes. Oh shit. Is she really dead or not? Right. I'm uh, worried about this. This is not good. But the second and third look, it's like, uh, she's done. She's toasted. Well, then they, they do show her close up then. Where yeah. She's clearly yeah. Not, finito. Yeah. She's done. She died. Like you said, she died pretty. Well, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't, I don't think they could bear to make her crispy critter. You're right. That's true. It's it may like not have I can't. In the makeup budget either. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you think about her call to the goddess when Diana calls the goddess for help? I was hoping Chloe would show up. I was too. Yeah, because we originally speculated that she was going to be the goddess. And I was wondering if that was her voice, honestly. Hmm. Yeah, Could have like been. Doing, pulling know. double duty? Yeah, yes. maybe. I don't know. We'll have to check the credits. I don't yes. know. So the goddess answers her and gives her a knife. So Yeah, the disembodied goddess voice. Yeah. I was hoping to see her, maybe. Yeah, I oh, know. Well. Maybe we'll see her next season. I hope so. I hope we see her in her in, in at least the dreams or in the uh in season three. Yes. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that scene in season three. Mm-hmm. Mm, that we're not gonna spoil. Till the end. Job. We're so. I just said that scene. (laughs) Describe it. All right. So, (laughs) pan to Sarah, and she's checking her mail, and she's (gasps) which stop. Okay. She is beautiful. Alex Kingston is beautiful. I, I just like I was stopped in my tracks. Like, oh my gosh, she is I know. beautiful. Yes. She's luminous. Yes. 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 Oh, if my crone hood is like that, oh, absolutely. I'll be so happy. But yeah. I love her in character. She just like whips down the flag of the, of the mailbox. I know. I was like, <laughs> fuck that noise. Yeah. yeah. Bills, fuck it. Yeah. So she's checking the mail and she sees Marcus and Miriam zip out to the woods. That puts her in panic mode. So she calls for M and then we witness the scene where Diana saves him. She gives him enough blood to give him the energy to take the good stuff from her neck. And then we see Matthew looking at himself from her point of view. And it's when he witnessed the mating scene from her perspective, he's able to stop himself. So I thought that was really good Mm -hmm, that we mm -hmm. got to see him see him through her. (laughs) The perspective, the perspective turned inside out was really clever. Yes. Very, very clever. And, and it, it, took care of a lot of what was in her monologue in the book Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. accomplished a lot, which was great. So the next scene, we're in the Bishop house and Marcus is tending to Diana, giving her a transfusion from blood he got from Oneida. I like that, Diana. I did too, Yeah. 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 And Matthew's like, use the other arm. It's already open. And Marcus tells him that it's not good. It's tainted by his saliva, just as in the books. And now we're in Venice. And Domenico has arrived to Gerbert to deliver some juicy gossip. Any news of Juliet? Afraid not. Unlike her to run away. 
Have you heard anything more about Matthew? He's not at Septor. He's hiding somewhere with Diana Bishop. We must find them. Well, what? I have other news. If I shared it with you, I'd be taking a certain risk, which I hope you agree deserves some reward. He is like the gossip monger. He is like the capital G gossip monger. He's got all the tea, man. He's getting ready to spill it everywhere. (laughs) He's got it all. So uh, Gervera says, have you heard from Juliet? And Domenica's like, huh? It's not like her to run away. (laughs) 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 Wonder what made her do that? (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) He's such an instigator. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. He keeps everything on its everyone on their toes right and so Domenico's like I got the tea I'm about to spill it but you'll need to know it's a bit risky for me to spill the tea but hook me up with the benefits and I'll tell you how I caught Satu (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you about how I caught Satu and locked her up okay (laughs) so basically that's what happened Domenico came over and said hey Gerber I have some information but I feel it's a little risky for me to tell you so you're gonna hook me up with whatever you're gonna hook me up with right and it's spectacular that's and i mean this in a a minimized way that's all he's done is collect bargaining chips throughout these eight episodes and it's i love it yes (laughs) he's got shit on everybody yes (laughs) not only has he managed to collect it but he's playing a pretty fierce game and playing it well Oh, absolutely. my God. Geniusly. He, I mean, he's well, just I, doing it so good. I, I expected more sniveling and showboating and not much thinking. And there's a hell of a lot of thought going on. Mm-hmm. A lot more than I, I expected from that pretty face. He considers all angles. Oh, and yeah. it always You can tell when he's considering it, too, on screen. He's always smirking. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I know how I'm going to play this. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got swagger, of course, but he's fearless, too. He, he'll go to anyone's house. And, yeah. You know... <laughs> No one comes to him. He's he's the one doing all the running around. I know. He's he's the one doing the collection. He's like, you don't know you want this, but you want this. Right. <laughs> and do you know what else is really kind of spectacular about it? Is he is absolutely non-judgmental. Yes, no. you're right. He'll make a deal with it. He'll make a deal with anybody. You know what? He kind of doesn't care what anybody he doesn't care about the politics. He doesn't care about Is it dare I say, dare I say it's a little Philippish? A little bit. A little. A little, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and he's very slick on how he does it. Very well, he slick. He was a doge. What do you want? And uh, Gerber is like, you greedy little fuck. Uh, he's like, <laughs> I know I know, I'm going to pay your price, but I have to tell you, you're a greedy little fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he says it with such derision. It is just delicious. Uh, Trevor Eve is so fantastic in this role because he just has that gravitas, like that evil yes. gravitas. Yes. Yeah. Whatever the opposite of swagger is, is he's like so contained and these like mm-mm, no yeah you, you you could not control the hair on the back of your neck from standing no. up around him no no he's oh. so now we enter where satu has been imprisoned it was looking vaguely familiar yeah it's like and, wet, and, <laughs> wet and not so pleasant i know <laughs> and gerber starts questioning what did you do with mary diana and satu says i set her free 
She was under your thrall for too long, and Gerbert didn't seem too concerned with that. He wanted to know about Diana Bishop. Is she powerful? And Satu tells him she may be more powerful. And Gerbert is upset about this. And you held me back from her. You let Matthew get to her before me. And here, Gerbert seems upset that Matthew is intending to use Diana as he used Meridiana. You know, mm-hmm. right? He, he's projecting a lot. So, uh-huh. well, it's kind of it's kind of like Juliet. It's like yeah. if I can't have Matthew, no one can. And he's right. And Gerbert seems to have the same sort of mindset when it comes to Diana. It's like, wait a minute, right. I'm the only one who should have her. Well, and he's obviously hypocritical. Do as do as I say, don't do as I do. Yes. Yeah. And it seems to me that each and every one of these congregation members, I know the big cover is, oh, they're breaking the covenant. Covenant. But mm-hmm. no, they all want her for different reasons. It's like, oh, it- most of them are not altruistic either. No, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> About the only one who's being altruistic, somewhat altruistic, is Agatha. Queen Agatha, our queen. <laughs> Bow down. Oh. Yeah, she comes the closest. Yeah. So Satu goes on to say, look, I didn't mean things to happen that way. And Gerber takes her measure and says, she really did defeat you. And yeah, Satu's kind of like a shade of a witch. She's There's not very yeah. much left to her. She lost She's her power there. She's not the there. Terminator anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> he realized Satu's power didn't return and Satu's in survival mode. She's like, uh, Baldwin's kept me here because I'm dangerous to him. Want to know why? <laughs> Yeah. Please don't kill me. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, oh. Everyone at this point is thinking and staying alive. Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so we're back to the Bishop house. And Miriam is talking to Matthew and uh, Diana's laid out. Um, she seems to have a newfound respect for Diana and Matthew, how Matthew resisted killing her and how and Diana's got some killer powers. So uh, you can see the respect in her face like, yes. wow, what the hell? What's yeah. going on? And Miriam wants to study her DNA and Matthew's like, no. <laughs> Miriam's like, come on, man. We've never seen a witch this powerful. Come on. And he's yeah, like, okay. And think about how long she's been around. And she's saying, I've never seen a witch this powerful. <laughs> she's, Matthew's like, okay, I'll ask her. I'll ask her. Sure. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. God. Ask her. Stop. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, be cool. So Diana comes to and she's like, You crave me, dude, and you didn't kill me. And then she asks about Juliet. Did you love her? And I know we've read the books, but I mean it's like I don't know if I'd be that cool. I was when I read the yeah. books, and this isn't a spoiler because it's just mirroring the scene, basically, yeah. I was jealous. I was jealous for Diana. Yeah. He, that, yeah. Yeah. Once that he loved her. That he loved anyone else other than her. It's like, but she's yeah. so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> she's like so, so, I have a girl crush on her, except for the I know. crazy part. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Matthew says, well, you saved me. And she's like, yeah, I killed her. I took her life and I don't regret it. So Matthew's thinking out loud. But I thought that was odd. What? Just odd dialogue. Yeah. That, and, I, and I don't regret it. I'm like, hmm. Well, yeah. of course you okay. don't. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have. You wouldn't have. <laughs> you right. Regret it. I, that, I mean, know. that was even a topic for a discussion. Yeah. 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 Stick a pin in that. We'll we'll get back to that okay. at the spoiler okay. zone. Okay. So Matthew's thinking out loud. He's like, "Babe, we're in trouble. We got to get away from this mess. What if we time walked? What if we hid in time? That <laughs> I, I love that though. I mean, it was like what if yes. We hid in time. Yes. <gasps> Plot twist. Did you love her? Once, she was Japan's creature. 
in trying that infiltrate my heart and my family. I took her life. You saved me. I don't regret it. We can't yet protect ourselves. If Julian could find us there, Knox can, the congregation can. Can't just sit here waiting for that to happen. Dan, what if we time walked? What if we hide somewhere in time? <laughs> what? <laughs> And Diana's like, okay, you know, <laughs> she's just like, sure, sure. Okay, sounds great. All right, so back in Venice, and uh, Baldwin is making the trip. He tells Rico to call everybody, Rico Jan, and they're going to try Satu. They're going to put Satu on trial, and he calls Matthew. <laughs> Look, dude, your time is running out. <laughs> I can only so- style them for so much longer. Yeah. And I do love his, yes. his office is just like, mm, I love And you know office. what, Gene, uh, originally when you yes. mentioned his office, it is in the congregation. Yeah. I kn- okay. I realized that this scene because I yeah. was like, maybe that was, yeah. yeah. I was like, it is, it's gotta be in the congregation because he's walking through the halls after talking to Rico and then he goes in that office. So I loved it because he's got a little drink on his coffee table or his wine table or whatever he calls right. it. He's got no, he's got no papers on got, his desk. That was desk like that. He's got the little statue of uh, Dante Alighieri. Yes. So he got rid of everything that doesn't bring yeah. him joy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he really condoed his office. I love it. I know. It's perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> He went back to Japan in 1590. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Matthew, he's talking to Baldwin after they hang up. We're back in Madison with Matthew. Matthew notices a house acting up and a poppet comes flying out of the wall. Like, yes. That house is going to put somebody's eye out before I this know. is all over. <laughs> This one was kind of like a Santa gift, though. Just like slid out of the fireplace. Yeah. So it wasn't too bad. It was a little weird, though, because it kept twitching. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of, the, the twitching was kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> What's this? It's a poppet. Witches use these to cast spells. I've never seen one so old before. Didn't your ancestor, Bridget Bishop, have a problem with one of those? Yeah, they they used it as evidence to convict her at Salem. What is this? An earring. It's a surprise. My father, Philippe, gave that to her, but she lost it hundreds of years ago. How on earth? What is this house trying to tell us? So we learn about Bridget Bishop a little bit and Poppets because, you know, uh, Matthew says, hey, didn't your ancestor get in trouble for these things? And then Diana goes on to say, yes, she was put on trial, you know, yeah, in Salem. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we all know how that yeah. turned out. Right. Not so good. But then, but the Poppet says, but wait, there's more. There is more. <laughs> there's always more. <laughs> Diana studies the Poppet and an earring pops out and Matthew identifies it as Isabeau's. 
Ooh. Dun, Isn't dun, that dun. weird? The two matri- two matriarchal figures in one poppet? And yes. one poppet. You got the Bridget Bishop's poppet with Isabeau's earring inside it. Uh-huh. Oh. And so Matthew's like, what's the house trying to tell us? And we're like, I don't know. Keep going. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on, let's walk walk through this. <laughs> Unpack the box, Matthew. You can do it. Oh, so <laughs> we're at set tour now. Um, we're witnessing Isabeau gathering the Knights of Lazarus seals, Hamish's pack books. Mark brings a Hamish case. Matthew will need this too. They're all There's no just, box of tea. There's still there's no, no box tea. of tea. There's no tea. <laughs> just yeah. saying. No damn tea. Matthew will need this too. I'll be sure he gets it. Send him and Diana, all our love. After having been through seven episodes now, I have to say every scene, I'm like, I love you, Domenico. I love you, Isabel. I, I love you, Amish. I love you. I might have showed up. I'm like, I love you. I love you. I, I love you all. I save my special love for the queen. Agatha. 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 <laughs> So we're at the Bishop House now. It seems they've broken the news that they plan to time walk to a place where they can hide. And then we enter it with uh, Matthew's protest. He's like, uh, you can land in an epidemic, a war, who knows, you know? And Diana's like, yeah. wherever we go, it has to be somewhere where she can learn about her magic. And then Matthew asks Emily about Stephen's powers and what they need to travel in time. And we learn about the three things. Well, we learned about it earlier, but they're kind of emphasizing it here. <laughs> yeah, and- Emily, Emily says... Stephen said, and I'm like, Stephen, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen was their discusser in chief. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he seems to have discussed a lot with Emily. I (laughs) know. I love that. I love the comparison. So Matthew's got stuff coming from his past lives, and we're going to assume that's what Isabeau, Hamish, and Mart were doing at Septour. And the big question is, how do you return from the past? And Emily's like, oh, man, we need some powerful spells. And Sarah's like... And that's going to require some training. Sarah has spoken. Get out and train, Diana. Got to train. That sounds daunting, though. I mean, she didn't make it sound easy. She's like, well, if you don't go too far back. And at this point, we don't know where they're going. No. No one's freaking out. No. (laughs) I was. (laughs) I mean, how's this going to work, guys? (laughs) Wait a minute. We need to think this thing through a little bit I know. Open your mind. Think about the still room. You have to want to be there more than here. Where will you be? Depends when you arrive. If it's before you left, we'll be there. If not, we'll be here. Time to take a big step into the mysterious. Pick up one foot and travel. Focus, Diana, focus. So we're out in the woods where Diana is practicing time walking and Matthew is pacing in the still room. And I love this. He's being a worry wart. It's like an expectant father almost. I know. know. She could be stuck in time. (laughs) How do we get her back? And Miriam's in the room annoyed by his fussing and worrying is like, relax. Like an Angela. Relax. I did think of that because she did say verbatim, relax. Relax. (laughs) With her her, uh, magnifying glass and rock or whatever. (laughs) Whatever she was studying on board, right? 
waiting for the eyebrow. Like, right. Yes. <laughs> so Diana flashes in the room and she's like, yay, I did it. And Matthew's like, yay, I knew you could. And I don't know if Miriam's face read this because it was priceless. She's like, I'm not sure if Miriam's like, bullshit, Matthew. <laughs> you didn't know she could. <laughs> or, holy shit, she did it. <laughs> I was thinking the latter. I thought yeah. the latter. I think it was probably both. <laughs> yeah. I loved this, the scene when she was about to time walk, though, that Emily remarked, "Time uh, magic is in the heart, not the head. Yeah, don't you want to see Matthew? Magic's in the heart. I love the way she played Emily. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Not so noodly. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're back in Venice with the congregation. Uh, Gerber is busting into uh, the witch's archives and catches Peter off guard. Beware the witch with the blood of the lion and the wolf. And Peter's scrambling for a stress ball. The proper word is uh, petrosphere. Petrosphere. Petrosphere, yeah. It's a petrosphere, audience. It's not a stress ball. I was waiting for him to just throw it at Gerber, like hoping to clonk him in the forehead with it, which probably would have been about just about as much good. <laughs> oh my god so Gerber has a theory that this prophecy has to do with Diana and Peter's all like I'm all concerned about Satu all of a sudden yeah, yeah you know, right what have you done with her Peter is the, of this whole bunch of dissembling people he's the worst at it I, he's terrible oh yeah <laughs> yeah he's just terrible about the only person he could lie to convincingly was Diana yeah <laughs> you're right pretty much <laughs> it's like don't fuck with me Peter I mean Oh, God. Yeah, everybody must know he's a freaking liar. Buying what he was selling. Yeah. So Bear says, Baldwin has her. It's a stalling tactic. So they join forces. I mean, that's a scary thought, Peter yeah. and Gerber. So my poor Baldwin. We're back at the Bishop house again and Hamish has arrived. He's brought two demons with him, Sophie and Nathaniel, and they have something for Diana. And then we pan to the kitchen. I think that's where that is. And Sophie's telling Diana that she's been trying to find her, but they had no idea where to find her until Queen Agatha told them. And Hamish chimes in, Agatha Wilson, a congregation member, and I vouch for her. And Matthew's like, what? Agatha? She's in the congregation? And right. um, that was a big deal to him. And Hamish yeah. is like, Agatha is trustworthy. And Matthew says, how do we know that? And Nathaniel said, because she's my mother. So Valid point, though. Yeah. Point yeah. Taken. Yeah. yeah. So Sophie gives Diana the chess piece. And we learn, well, actually it was a statue. Well, she he thought it was a statue and we learned that it was from Matthew that it's actually a chess piece and it was his and Sophie's like well how did it wind up in my family oh shit how did that happen good question mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll have to wait and find out till next season and Nathaniel's thinking things are getting to be weird and it's he, yeah just now this is occurring to him that things are getting weird things are getting weird and for those of you drinking along at home he's about to say well, I was going to say, I totally felt for Nathaniel at this point. I'd be totally like that at this point. I'd be like, let's let's go. Let's leave. I totally feel for, for Nathaniel because he's like this super rational demon. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's even more rational than Hamish is at this point because he's like, what the fuck? No, he, he doesn't shit, know I'm these out. people. No. Yeah, he's like, I'm yeah. out of here. And plus, they're vampires and witches. They can kill them. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Sophie stops him. She's like, dude, if we can't tell these creatures, who can we tell? You know, there's vampires here. There's witches here. And I'm thinking, Nathaniel's thinking, yeah, that's why we need that's to That's exactly why we need to leave. 
Nathaniel remains wary, but uh, Sophie isn't cowed. She's like, she tells them, my parents were witches. And that's like a big shock. Miriam's like, oh, cross species. That's impossible. Well, apparently not, Miriam. Not this time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> suspend your disbelief. OK, here we go. I love their faces. Though, how they all kind of leaned in. They're like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from this next scene, it appears Sophie and Nathaniel are staying because Emily's showing them to the rooms upstairs and, you know, telling her where the bathroom is. And then we pan to Diana, Matthew and Hamish. They're talking about Sophie's problems and what would happen if the congregation finds out about her being a demon of witches and possibly carrying a demon or a witch child. And Matthew's contemplating that earring and the chess piece that were in the same place on All Souls Night, same night. And Diana thinks that Halloween would be an optimal time to travel because there's not a lot keeping the living and the dead during that time. Mm -hmm. So maybe they should time walk then. And Matthew's like, are you going to be ready? Diana's like, we're going to have to be, dude. So (laughs) this is happening. I'm on it. We pan uh, to the pumpkins. Uh, Sophie's carving a bunch of pumpkins on the porch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we see this great exchange between Marcus and Nathaniel. Yes. And I, I love that. Oh, I know. We can put them up the driveway. The problem is, those rules haven't actually changed since their establishment during the Crusades. That's what I mean. The congregation are using ancient texts to corroborate modern prejudices. Well, they're getting along. It's good for Nat to have someone to talk to. He wants to change the world. It's hard to do that on your own. <laughs> And you, honey, who do you have to talk to? Me? Well, I'm fine. I couldn't sleep last night and I heard you crying in the bathroom. Bad dreams? I don't want to worry, Nat. Tell us. And uh, Sophie's happy that he has a friend. And Emily wonders if Sophie has anyone to confide in. And poor Sophie, she's like all alone with her dreams. She's like, and then she's having bad dreams. And Emily heard her crying and Sarah and Em have her back. Man, they're like, you're with witches now, girl. We got Uh, you. I just love how it's been like, go, 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 go through this whole episode. Then you've got like this cute, it's not, well, not necessarily cute, but this really domestic, intimate scene. Small scenes. Diversion. Yeah. Yeah. Where you've got all three of the species just sort of being together yeah. and, yes. and sharing all the, not wonderment so much as like, holy crap, what are we going to do? And it, it's really a matter of them leaning on each other in that moment. Yeah. Yes. yes. I liked it. So Marcus starts chopping wood. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that was the best. And Nathaniel is standing around in awe of his wood chopping skills. And we witnessed this little jovial convo and they're, you know, getting along really nice and Agatha calls Nathaniel at that wait, point. Wait, but he, okay. Marcus says he does it so easily because he's had a couple hundred years of practice. Mm-hmm. Not that he's a vampire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's had practice. Yeah, that's true. So Agatha calls Nathaniel and he assures his mother that he's fine and there's three witches, three vampires and three demons and no one's killed each other yet. <laughs> and I love Marcus' little... facial <laughs> 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 expressions are like the best. It's, they're so hilarious. Yeah, they are. So our Queen Agatha tells them to be careful. She's headed back to Venice because of a meeting that was called. Uh, she instructs him to tell Diana to be careful. So now we're upstairs and Diana and Matthew are taking a trial run to Septour. The night of their dance, they're all dressed up and we'll have to talk about the tie business later. But they're all dressed up like they were that night. And uh, Diana's in our problematic jumpsuit. Remember, audience, 
uh, although we love the way this outfit looked, Jean did point out that a jumpsuit are bad for your kidneys. So refer to episode four. <laughs> yes. I am very... Someone's podcasting sometimes. Very anti-jumpsuit. <laughs> podcasting is bad for your kidneys sometimes, too. Yes. yes true. Okay, so we head back in time. They made it. It seems they made it to the correct night, and things are a bit less tense this time, I think. I love Isabel's remark, though. He's like, you look lovely, Mother. I look no better than I did this morning, Matthew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're relaxed because they know what's going to happen. You know, they've yep. seen this movie before. So Matthew dances <laughs> with Isabel one last time before they go. And I thought it was a lovely scene. Yes. And they just kind of slowed it down. It was like, oh, It was very sweet. Ah, oh, very sweet. So back in Venice, Peter and Gerber are stewing a cauldron of bitter. <laughs> and and their plan to take Baldwin down commences. And yeah, I didn't like this. Oh, I, I, I don't like the two of them scheming. I, and I don't like them scheming against my Baldwin. I just don't like it. Uh, no, no. no. And as now we are the TV viewers because we didn't have this in yeah, the book. So like, no. what's, what's, what's going to happen? I'm like, I'm not liking this one bit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So back in Madison, the Mary band of assorted creatures are having a nice sit down dinner and I love this scene Yeah, and we witness the different conversations. Emily's asking if they made made it to say goodbye to Isabeau and we see Marcus singing his siren song to Sophie give me your blood and we'll see if the baby's a demon or a witch. <laughs> <laughs> he's always after the blood. I know. He's, he's relentless. I know. So don't you want to know? And Nathaniel's like what? No. And Sophie's like yeah I want to sure. know. <laughs> Sign so me it's up. really cool. It's, it's just ironic. Yes, vampires, you would think that they're always bloodthirsty, but he's bloodthirsty in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just need a sample. Right. <laughs> it's like they finally let him into the lab and he's like so addicted to the hunt. As yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, he's addicted to the analysis. Yeah. Ah, he's always got like a couple tubes in his pocket, man. I'm ready. <laughs> 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 so uh, Sarah gives her toast to unusual friendships. And I love that. Yes. I love Sarah. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to you, Sarah. Okay, so Hamish and Matthew are talking about the Brotherhood, and Matthew's being straightforward with Hamish. He has to pass on the Grand Master position because Diana has to learn these spells to bring him back. And if she can't, they're stuck. So, oh, well. Oops. But not before you find out that Hamish is a knight himself. Yeah, that's true. It's like, oh, I imagine you still want me to be a knight. Well, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> of course I do. And he credits Hamish with the, the operation running so smoothly because of him. Yeah. Which was weird. Which is weird because we didn't really hear so much. <laughs> well, we didn't really hear so much about the operation of anything up until now. All we really saw were the seals and yeah. See, but that's that's just when you have a good demon running something. You, you it's flawless, it's seamless, and it's not until Matthew or Matthew like person gets involved that you notice that things aren't seamless. Wait a second, right. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, witness me inadvertently changing the cover page for our discussion group and not being able to fix it. Oh, <laughs> you're so cute though. You're like I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I, I virtually hugged you. I hit the wrong oh. button. Oh no. <laughs> 
I can't find the right one. Time walked on me. I can laugh all I want, but I did a side note. I did do that to Valerie too. I think I erased her whole prayer prince article. Oh. <laughs> Oops. I did have a draft though. Yes, I, that's why I'm laughing because I hit it all as well that ends well. We can all laugh about it now. Back then it wasn't so funny. It's like, that's why you save your work. You never know. Right. <laughs> you never know when you work with two demons. <laughs> What's going to happen? Okay, so we're outside on the bench and Hamish is talking to Diana. He asks her if she wants to know where they're going. And she says, no, I just want to be right here in the present. Matthew's playing his cards close to his chest. Don't you want to know where you're going? No. No. I just... I want to be here. Present. For the time that we have left. Traveling back in time. You'll be totally reliant on him. You do realize where you're going. It won't be the same man. I like this conversation. Yes. I did. It was just nice and peaceful. Yeah. But Hamish warns her, you're going to be totally relying on him and he's not going to be the same guy back then. And she's like, okay, I'm in the present, dude. You can't talk to me yeah. about this. It's like, I was waiting for her to have like a little like, you know, sun reflector and sunglasses. Like, don't talk to me, dude. I'm soaking up the sun. I'm just soaking up the sun, having a good time here. Or either that and a little yoga pose. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're harshing my mellow. Yeah. Don't harsh my mellow, dude. Okay. Back in Venice. Uh, Peter's checking on Satu's status. How are you feeling, champ? And she's like, my power's coming back. Peter's like, good. We're going to need that shit. So, yeah. Okay. So back to Madison and we're saying goodbyes. And uh, Matthew instructs Nathaniel to take Sophie to Septour. If anything seems weird and that Isabeau will be expecting him. And Sarah and M are headed to Isabeau's. And Sophie and Diana are saying their goodbyes. And Hamish and Matthew are saying theirs. And Matthew tells them that they might find the book back in time. And Hamish is like, good. Come back and bring it with you. All right. So that's what's going on. Yeah, it was it was very like dude friendship, which I liked. It was it was like it it went back to like it it reminded me of that section in episode two when they were just leaning against the car and just yeah hanging. Yeah, I love that, though. They have great chemistry. Matthew Good and Greg McHugh. McHugh, Yeah, yeah. I think so. Whether it's scripted or not scripted, I love when he says my friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even when he's not being condescending. (laughs) 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 Okay, so we're back at the congregation and Satu's on trial. And uh, what a mess this meeting turned out to be, I hate this. I hate this so much. I was yelling at the screen. So Baldwin is stripping Satu of a congregation membership for abducting Diana Bishop without the congregation knowing. And it's like, yeah, so you're going to be stripped of all your privileges. Chamber adjourned. And not so fast, Baldwin. (laughs) And not so fast. What, what, what? Yeah, Satu has something to say. She's like, I did it because you were conspiring with Matthew to keep Diana from us dude you're busted and baldwin's like control your witch peter <laughs> she doesn't yeah. know what she's, she's talking she's, about she's got no proof yeah and jerry bear's like i want to hear what she's got to say okay witch tell us the story story time come on yes <laughs> <laughs> that is the last dude you want to hear story time from oh geez and then Satu's glossing the story over saying we wanted to talk to diana so we're safe but matthew followed us with baldwin and baldwin was helping them okay and uh peter's like damn baldwin working against the congregation 
finished treason. And Baldwin's like, what? I hate my brother. Why would I help him, though? <laughs> it's all crazy. So <laughs> you could, you could, if you had extra eyes, you'd see his eyes rolling in his head. I know. <laughs> I mean, <Yeah. laughs> and then Gerber spills the tea about the Knights of Lazarus. And man, it's getting deep in there. It's just a lot of mess happening yeah. here. Yeah. And Domenico is giving a little sneaky, smirky side eyes to everyone. He's just taking this whole thing in. And- it's like he's watching a ping pong match. Yes. And Gerbert is like, hey, those knights were out there to further the vampire cause. Do you hear that, witches and demons? The vampire cause! And Baldwin's like, oh, no. No, <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. We're philanthropic. We help people, <laughs> you know, that can't protect themselves. We're good. And Peter's like, Matthew ordered you to protect her, didn't he? Mm. And then in my head, I'm like, damn, Baldwin, you're right. Matthew got you in a shit ton of trouble. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> And I, in my head, I was thinking, Peter, how did you know that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> huh. That's crazy. Oh, look. He's not even in the scene, and he's hot mess, Matthew. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells Peter, no, I didn't do that, but Gerbert tells on him, and he says, he tells the chamber that Baldwin's heart is beating double the speed, and his pupils, pupils are dilated. You lie. You liar. Yes. All lie. And mayhem, as we find out in this chamber, is tradition. So... That's why there's no table, come to find out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They broke it. With few shit stirs, it causes immediate chaos. So they all start throwing varied accusations. Peter's like, vampire conspiracy. And Jerbear's like, I'm as shocked as you, Peter. <laughs> you know? And then he demands Baldwin to step down. And Baldwin's like, oh, you wish, dude. I'm not stepping down. And Jerbear's like, okay, then I'll make you step down. And then Queen Agatha steps up. And reminds yes, everybody. but the punishment that he that he threatens is pretty severe. Yeah. I know it's really <laughs> fucked up. So Queen Agatha steps up and reminds everybody that we don't use force in this chamber, and we're all going to adjourn and calm down. Thank you, thank you, Agatha. Oh, the voice of reason. <sighs> it gets to be too much, so we're just going to relive this scene via clip because the the punishment and all of that. We'll comment on it after the clip, okay? Baldwin de Clermont, you have committed treason against the congregation. Your punishment is death by beheading and fire. That is a punishment suited for the 14th century, not the 21st. It comes from our ancient testimony. There is no newer one to replace it. There is one congregation rule we mustn't overlook. Each of us has one vote on every decision in this chamber. Does that include me? You're still on the congregation, so yes. As am I. I also have a vote. All those who accuse Baldwin of treason raise... Wait! Unlike the vampires, demons give everyone a voice. We will recess and discuss this further. Make it quick. All right. So, yes, Queen, after Gerbert's declaration, Agatha puts a stop to it and says, we will recess and discuss this further. And he's getting in Gerbert's face like that. Demon for the win. I mean, when she left that chamber, she stopped and looked at Gerbert like... She did. Oh, and I was no. glad she did because he's the one that stood up first and started walking towards her. And she, she just sat up kind of straight. And right at that moment, my Roku went out for like 10 seconds. I'm like, she better be beating his ass right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and it came back on and she was walking out and 
look, yep. giving him the, the eye. Oh, she girl, was girlfriend was ass. so totally Nancy Pelosiing that moment. All she needed was mm-hmm. a red coat. And her sunglasses, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the chamber reconvenes and they vote on a verdict. Final vote for treason. The witches and Jerbear vote for treason. Baldwin, the demons, and surprise, surprise, Domenico vote against. So Gerber is floored. He feels betrayed. But I figured Domenico doesn't want Gerber or Peter in charge. So, you know, he's happy. Yeah, it's like, what the hell is going on with this? There's more There's more to play on this hand. Yeah. I mean, we, we know it's a scripted show. But if we are to speculate, do you think Domenico knew what he was going to do when he walked into that meeting? I always feel like he's like waiting, whatever he's going to act. Whatever, whichever way the wind is. Whenever it happens. Wind is blowing. And I, yeah. And I think he did what he did. And I, and I agree with you, Angela. I think Domenico, the character, walked in there not knowing what he was going to do. And then when he saw all of the demon, because the demons were kind of a wild card and all this, it could have almost could have been unanimous against Baldwin. But yeah. when all the demons threw their weight behind Baldwin, I think in Domenico's mind is like, hmm, this is getting interesting. I think I'm going to see yeah. what. And it was more like, I think I'm going to vote with these guys because I want to see what happens. Yeah, th- there's more to play out. Yeah, I think that's where Domenico, the character, is very savvy. He knows how to read the wind. He knows how to read mm-hmm. read the room and see where this is going. I think a character like Gerber or Peter would walk in and say, oh no, this is what's going to happen and that's that. And yes. Domenico walks in like, I don't know what's going to happen but either way, I'm going to get mine. Well, yeah, and either, yeah. either way, I got something in my pocket that I can play, you know, I, I'm cheating at cards six ways to Sunday. I'm sure I've got the right ace shoved in one of my pockets or up one of my sleeves. I'll win either way. Yeah. yeah. When the series first began I and he was investigating the bloodless corpse, I thought he was Gerber's errand boy. And I was glad to see as it progressed, he's his own person. Yes. And he's yeah. just investigating, observing, doing things to his advantage mm-hmm. and collecting. And he kind of explained that in that conversation with, with Juliet. It's like, you know, I was born here. I love being here. This is my home. And none of you bastards are going to run me out. Yeah. So I'm going to make it so I'm comfortable. So I'll do something for Baldwin. I'll do something for Gerber. I'm going to make sure where I'm at is good. You know? Okay. So in the end, Agatha dismisses the motion and we go on with our lives. And that was close, Baldwin. You owe Agatha big time. Big fucking time, dude. You owe her. And Peter's like, you'll keep your head for now. But where is Matthew and Diana? No, he says, where is Matthew Claremont and Diana Bishop? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's like mom and dad when they use your full name. Not good. It's not good. (laughs) We'll play that here in your honor, Angela. Thank you. All right. (laughs) You may have kept your head on your shoulders for now, but you will tell us where are Matthew Claremont and Diana Bishop? So out in the hallways, Baldwin's wiping the sweat off his brow. Do vampires sweat even though? I don't think so. But No, in fact, Matthew Good asked Deb. Yeah. And she said no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He was probably trying to calm down his heart rate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Undilate yeah. his eyes. So Domenico walks by and he's like, dude, you'll be hearing from me. You owe me a lot, dude. <laughs> that was like so fuck you. I loved it. it was like mm-hmm. His smirk here was absolutely legendary. It was like, yeah, I'll be talking to you. <laughs> 
I'll yeah. have my people call your people. <laughs> right. And now Agatha. And he thanks her and she tells him, you owe us a debt. And so now Baldwin's in the hole to both Domenico and Agatha. Jesus, Matthew. I this know. poor yeah. dude. Oh, man. I, he still acted bold, but his body language and he kind of slunk. His shoulders kind of slumped up to his ears when he was like <laughs> listening to everyone, like give it to him in yeah. the chamber. I'm like, yeah. Baldwin, come on. Snap out of it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I was channeling Angela in that moment. <laughs> I really understand the term as far as how it relates to him. Shit runs downhill. So Baldwin was putting up with all the shit in the congregation. So by the time he's talking to Matthew and Diana and the other books or the other seasons or whatever, he's not in a good mood. <laughs> right. Oh, man, he's pissed. It's like, you guys don't even know. They almost fucking took my head off. You know how close yeah. I am? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I almost went to the literal gallows. Yeah. <laughs> man. Wait, wait, wait. I just got to say, do you think that they had the librarian update the the, the death method <laughs> right then? <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, get Rico in here. So change that whole thing. Yeah. Where it yeah. says it's death by beheading. <laughs> yeah. Can, can you scratch that part yeah. out? Yeah. Thank Why you. haven't we updated this sooner? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to need to modernize this 21st yeah. century. <laughs> Version 2.1. Thank you. I, I mean, dead is dead is D-E-D, but still, you know, let's have a 21st century. Oh, my God. Woo. Okay, so now we're back in Madison and goodbye, Emily and Sarah. Ugh. Stop making me cry, Sarah. I know. Ugh. This is like the dream sequence with their parents. Oh, it back was. in the car, saying goodbye. And, and, and it was even black the same. Which is why I was yes. like, oh, this is horrible. Uh, and we'll talk about this in the spoiler zone. But Emily saying goodbye was just like, was so, oh, oh, so hard. I know. So I just got the chills right now. Uh, but of course, then it, it broke when Sarah's like, because this is every single, this is every Monday, Wednesday and Friday when I drop Harlow off for volleyball. Listen to your teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it back to reality. Yes. But see, this is like having your daughter actually listen to you for once. <laughs> yes, this is true. <laughs> Where your daughter looks at you and like, okay, I believe you now. <laughs> right, right. I'm not to that point yet. Yeah, no, you'll get there. You'll get there. Okay, so we're flashing now. Sarah and Emily have said goodbye. We said goodbye out the back window of the Jeep. Bye. Bye, Jeep. And now we're uh, with Miriam and she's swabbing Diana's cheek and she packs her shit up and she's like, uh, yeah, I gotta go now. I hate goodbye, so bye. Oh, <laughs> God. Go. Oh. She gives Matthew a little elbow squeeze. I thought yeah. that was cute. It's like, yeah, see ya. But, but right. <laughs> look when the screen door slammed and the look on her face in that second it was like it gave me the chills it really did yeah Yeah. she just she played that scared she played that moment so quietly but so powerfully i'm like yeah (gasps) miriam oh my god she was scared for them yeah besides that when she said when she said you know i hate goodbyes did not like their thousand year history like flash before oh i know yeah and then it's like and then it's like well we'll talk about that in the spoiler zone and the other goodbyes she's had to say yeah. Mm-hmm. All the other goodbyes. Yes. Yeah. So now we're just with Marcus and Marcus like looking at him and he's like, oh, okay then, bye. You know, and <laughs> then because Matthew's just being quiet and you can tell there's more behind him and Marcus is standing there looking at him like, all right then, bye. And then he passes the brotherhood on to Marcus. And I yes, was like, as the viewer, you finally notice the envelope behind his back. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why is he just standing there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
my God. Yeah. They hug. Goodbye. And now we're Mm. on to Diana lighting up the pumpkins. Yep. Yep. Trying not to tear up here. (laughs) Matthew's just kind of smiling because, you know, she's lighting them up and before she couldn't. So that's cool. Uh, (laughs) Teresa Palmer's face, though, as Diana, she is so pleased with herself. It was so cute. It was adorable. Like a child. Yes. I did what I did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And then Matthew says, it's time. It's time to go. (gasps) Oh, yes. oh, oh God. Shivers. Okay. So they're walking in the house and they're This is how off. we feel right before our, our con panel. It's time. Uh, I it's know. time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> yep. And she's like running back to the bathroom. Wait, wait. I need to. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I forgot my mascara. So they're changing and getting ready to go. And they're... Diana brings up the ring. Was it a ring? What? Because I didn't look close enough. Was that a ring she found that? She said, yeah. Isabel, put this in with the yes, clothes. Yes, it was the ring. Yes. And she read, she's like, it's an engraved and she read the posy. So they're getting dressed. And meanwhile, Baldwin, he's trying to get a hold of Matthew yes. on the phone. Pick up and your I, fucking I, I, phone is all I kept I'm thinking like, about. Pick up the phone, Matthew. <laughs> Those assholes are on the way. Get out. You know? Oh, Answer my God. Your fucking phone. Oh, I get you, Matt. I get you, Baldwin. I understand. <laughs> Pick up the phone. It's like, you know, when I got to get you guys over Messenger and you neither one of you are there because you're doing your life. And then I have to text you. <laughs> oh, I know. Yes. A text is like the bad phone. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, I got to text. What's going on? There's important shit happening. <laughs> Why didn't so, Baldwin yeah. try that? You should have tried texting. Yeah. They were picking up. I don't know. I don't know where Matthew's phone was. But he's too busy. 2009. They didn't have the phones they do now either. Yeah. That'll flash if you set them to flash. Oh, shit. Don't pay attention to that phone. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So in the meantime, Satu, Gerber, and Peter are approaching the house. I mean, there's a spell on the house. I love Well, I love there's a spell on the car. They're writing like a little disguising spell bubble. Yeah. I know. The whole car. I love it. (laughs) And when Satu says there's a spell in the house, I just think it was the house protecting them. Yes. Yes, Mm -hmm. I do too. Yeah. So um, pan back upstairs and Diana's reading the Faustus book and she's like, oh, Christopher Marlowe. And Matthew's like, yeah, we were good friends. He inscribed that for me. You know, nobody big deal <laughs> yeah no big deal oh, no no baby and satu's doing some spells and they're outside outside the house where matthew's like no big deal you know and they're still in a disguising spell they're in like a little bubble so no oh, yeah crying eyes i don't know miles and away the phone's can see still them. ringing and oh yeah. my god it's just a mess and back to indoors and they're getting ready to step into the future and then back to satu and our spells look to be working and then back and diana turns around in a flash but where Matthew and then bam black Ugh. what yeah, she, and, and said to blew the door off yeah, yeah. what is going on oh that was rough it was like, <laughs> god so rough oh, it's gonna take us take us a while to recover from that my god oh that oh, was rough talk about episode. a freaking cliffhanger jeez I do have to say I specifically looked at all the lamps and all the lighting in the bishop house room that they took off in and where they landed there was a very nice renaissance candelabra in the background. Oh, so there is that. Oh, so there's that. Okay. Was it there before though? No. Oh. No, no, no. Oh. 
That's amazing. Now I have to go back and look. <laughs> Ooh. We can talk about it more in the spoiler zone of what our hopes could be. Yes. What the continuation, what the next scene could be. Okay. So anything else about this episode before we move on? I love what they did with Baldwin to up the tension. And yes, yes, absolutely. Like you said, Angela, now it's like you get it. Everybody gets it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I totally get it. And it's not that I didn't really get Baldwin. Baldwin was all about business. But now that I see what he was dealing with. Oh, fuck you, Matthew. Come on now. <laughs> help me out. Help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So anyway. It's kind of like your pilots. Yes. Please help me help you. Okay, audience, for those of you who don't want book spoilers, we are going to say goodbye to you. Goodbye. Bye. Demon kiss. And now that you have your demon kiss, the rest of you follow us after this break and we will enter the spoiler zone. Yay. I wasn't kidding when I said podcasting is bad for your kidneys. <laughs> oh my God. Find this show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Contact us. We are at demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. 360-519-7836. Or leave us one on SpeakPipe. SpeakPipe.com slant Demons Discuss. Hit us up on social media and we are at Demons Discuss or at Demons Domain. Join our Facebook group, Demonic Discussers. The keys to get in are in the show notes. And if you're listening on your mobile device, click the description. It'll be there too. Become a discusser. And there are two ways to do that now. And if you're in the U.S., Text ADOW as an ADAL, as in a discovery of witches. So text ADOW to 444 999 or visit demonsdiscuss.com. Scroll down, fill out the form and spammer code, and that's it, your discusser. Visit our main site, demonsdomain.com, to see what we're up to. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Keep Angela alive! Okay, so the ending. This is my big thing for for the changes. The ending. What was wrong with the original? This ending was hurt my heart, man. What's going on? It's excitement. <laughs> it's TV excitement. I know. It's oh. a TV excitement. I guess because the ending of the book ending was very quiet. Quiet. And it was very hopeful and evocative. And yes. the image. I like the excitement from the TV show ending, but I miss the, I miss the imagery from the book ending. But I suppose yes. we didn't have smell of vision, so some of that wasn't going to happen. Right. Yeah, that's true. And I'm so happy we got to see the danger Baldwin put himself through. Oh, yes. No, yes and no. I'm No, I'm just saying I am so happy that everybody got to see all the bullshit he had to put up with, but it hurt my heart yes. to watch him go through it because it's like, okay, I knew I know. all that was yeah. going on off, off screen and it had to be, and who knows what's going to be going on next season off screen, coming onto the screen, I should say, in present day. But it was just like, man, this guy's gotten such a raw freaking deal. And the fact that he's in debt to Agatha and Domenico of all people. That is like such a crazy ass combination too. But I felt bad. I mean, had it gone the other way, I thought he's all alone. What if he dies all alone? I mean, he he goes, he helps everybody. I mean, it's almost like a Philippe type of thing where he was going to almost die alone. Yeah. Yeah. With everybody pissed at him. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Damn. My other thing is the house was one of my favorite sections of the book, and it was basically split in three parts, Oxford, Septor, and Madison. And as much as I adored Septor and Oxford, Madison was my absolute favorite. And I would have loved to see more of them all together. Yeah. Because because of this episode? Well, no. So I'm saying in the book.
books, how it was split in three. Mm-hmm. I loved Oxford and Septour, but Madison was my absolute favorite because I love, I guess in the TV show, I would have loved to see them all together like that. And what we got was good uh-huh. and well mm-hmm. packaged. So well packaged that I want more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know True. what I mean? Yeah. True. Yeah. So I, I guess that's a complaint sort of, but not really a compliment and complaint in one thing. Well, and and with the the cliffhanger of the TV, you didn't get the the blood fusion in the fireplace. Yeah. Uh, well, the ampulla yeah. just sort of went away entirely. Yes. With with yes. much of the angst. Oof. And Agatha, what a kick-ass demon oh, she man, is. I oh, man. Agatha. She was so great in this episode. Oh, what a great change from the book. Uh-huh. Yes. And I'm not saying she wasn't like that in the book, but we didn't get to see that side of Agatha in not the book. Not at all. No. She we started just... out scattered and like... Dreamy. She was very dreamy sl- and... Dreamy. Yeah. And slanted the reader's view of what demons are like. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Not the first book anyway. We didn't get that. I love her. She's fantastic. And I think they did themselves. I mean, in one sense, they did a fa- they did a favor to the character and and really helped enhance the character. But on the other hand, it, it was sort of a disservice to the overall narrative because they didn't just explain demons at all, kind of thing, right? Because a lot of people are still ha- having a hard time grasping content concept of what a demon is because the demons are as varied as regular humans. I mean, yes. And witches too. Well, witches all have magic, which set them apart from humans. And the, I think the thing yeah. is... Different with, kinds of magic though. Well, yeah, but my point being is witches have some sort of magic attached to them, whereas the yeah, demons are just true. looking at them going, okay, they're like talented humans. What yeah. makes them different? Or more. And I guess, I guess part, part of it was even the really dreamy aspects of Sophie weren't as played up as they were in the book. I mean, we didn't get yeah. to see her mugs yeah. and we didn't get get her to like she wasn't like quite so matter of fact about oh yeah when I talked to my grandma and da 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 who oh by the way she's dead and all yeah. that I mean and I understand with the, the time constraints did we get to we didn't we didn't get to hear about her dad being a sailor and knowing the knots we no. just know that her dad gave her the statue right so yes. Um, Right. Yeah. So I'm just kind of left disjointed with this episode. It's like, I loved it. However, the ending kind of like, ah, okay, I'm stuck here till next year. <laughs> and like you said, it always left you wanting more. And it was like the whole scene with the goddess. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. everything with Matthew and the scene with the goddess and the aftermath just left me wanting. It's like, God, I wish you had 10 more minutes to this episode so we could just, we could have the sucking the life out of the tree and more of the horror of everybody witnessing her making it. And she did, did she really make a deal with the goddess? I mean, it wasn't as impactful as it was in the book. Well, and you know what made it as impactful in the book was, uh, uh, the bishop ancestor saying, oh, I don't know if you should do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I missed yeah. the ghost. And you didn't see any ghosts, yeah. right? Right. And the aftermath, too, because it seemed like Diana bounced back much faster and Ma- it, there wasn't the whole urgency of Matthew needing to feed in order to heal and the, the moral right. dilemma that was created by that for him. And, right. And I- Diana was basically on an IV for pretty much two days <laughs> after <laughs> well, that incident. Yeah, she was. It kind of is distracting in the TV show because it could, like, kept flopping while Matthew was talking. I'm like, get that IV out of the... Like, <laughs> the bloodline is just hanging there. <laughs> yeah. Fix that shot. It's driving yeah. me nuts. Yeah. yeah. The two things that I missed, little things, the no Halloween scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I missed... Uh, Hamish doing the the tiger tiger poem oh, and the wills yeah. and the wills and the wills yes and that because that will the will section was just really hammered it's like wait a minute you 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 just made it with a vampire this is what this means you know you get the house and with his enormous yes, estate and, and, yeah and. And the fact that he did it before yes. 
he even said he loved her or yes. anything. He yep. did it before. And then it's like, oh, my God, Matthew went back to plan for this. He may not have told me this, but he made up his mind. Yeah. Right. Which is kind of in the reader, as a reader of the books, you think, oh, my gosh, this guy is, lo- I mean, not loaded in like a gold digging way, but like this this guy, they've been everywhere and they are have a far reaching. Yeah, well, I, yes. when that happened, it was like to me, it was momentous. It's like, wow, he decided yeah. she was it like pages and pages and pages and pages and pages before he told her. Yes. And that, that was yes. just so profound for me. When he took off to go to Oxford, something clicked where he was like, yeah, I got to put together a will. I got to put together an estate. I got to hook Diana up. Well, I've got to take care of her. And so it was like, I didn't know that. Why didn't you tell me, Matthew? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, that was great. Oh, the witchfire scene. I was like, when I first saw that, the first time I saw that, where she just, her hands went on fire and she just drew back and this arrow appeared. I'm like, that's what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I could never picture it. And it was so beautiful. No. They did such it a good job. Beautiful. Yeah, and her eyes. Did you see her eyes too? Yeah, they were like flame on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fire starter. I know. Yeah, I definitely saw the eyes. Whew. Yeah, good episode. But it, that scene with Juliet in the books, it was it went on for longer, obviously. But I was, it was just even creepier in the books because you know she was talking to them for so long, and yeah, you know, she wanted she wanted to kiss Diana, didn't she? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she did kiss her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think she did kiss <laughs> right. Diana. So I was like, wow, this is a lot of analyzing she's got to do before she decides. There was, well, there was a lot of creepy. This hot, sucks. Like I said, creepy hot going on there. Like, oh, I don't know about yeah. this. <laughs> I have to say, though, uh, Alarica, she really did a good job conveying to me how frustrated she was with her life. Uh, The ultimate fuck my life moment. Yeah. Yes. Like, fuck my life. Really? (laughs) Fucking Gerber raised me to just crave you and you don't even want me? What the hell? Yeah. I mean, and she made the point of saying you abandoned me. And then just thinking, you know, days before she abandoned Gerber, thinking it was going to be satisfying. And it's not. No. It wasn't everything it was cracked like up to she be. She blew up all of her bridges and she was fucked. Yeah. She had nothing to lose at that point. So one change that I really, really liked was the arrival of Sophie and Nathaniel with Hamish. And yeah. now we know yeah. why, because of Agatha. Yeah. But in the books, when they just showed up, I'm like, they just showed up. What? Huh? What? <laughs> just knocking on the door like, hey, yeah. we're here. <laughs> we and of, I, of course, we're I didn't here. trust them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was weird. And Hamish's uh, talk with Diana didn't seem so ominous. Yeah. No. In the books, it really did. Because it was like, he's not going to be the same person. He didn't seem very friendly in that talk either. He was not very no. approving in no. the book. It didn't. I think it was more, look, I'm just going to come at you straight and say, he's not going to be the same person. And she wanted to argue. Yes, he is. He's going to be my Matthew. I mean, there was an argument there. Yeah. I like this approach for the TV show because I don't want anybody hating on my Hamish. Come on, man. Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. Awesome. Oh, man. The other thing that wasn't as ominous as is in the book was the Faustus book. That's true. She's yeah. like, Christopher Marlowe? He's like, yep. 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 <laughs> you, <know>? yep. <laughs> you mean my friend Chris? <laughs> yeah, and, because it, in the books, <laughs> she, she picked up that he had a love for him. Yeah, uh-huh. he was in love with him. Yes. So in the book. So I'm not sure if they're going to take that route 
in series well, two. So. Or it's just a surprise. Yeah. Which- surprise! surprise! Yeah. <laughs> Although, I don't know why it's a surprise. The book's been out forever. So, you know, if you yeah. want your spoilers, just pick up the book and see yeah. what's going to happen. So, yeah. I'd have to say Discovery Witches, they stuck to the story pretty well. Yes. Good old Matthew Claremont. He attracts stalkers of all, all persuasion. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Like attracts like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Anything else before we wrap this last episode up, guys? I can't wait for more. I, wait. I know. I know. So stay tuned to us next week. And we are going to do a binge watch of all the episodes. And those of you who are discussers, um, I hope get to hear- you got that email. And I hope you wrote into us and told us how you feel about any of the episodes. Okay. We'll pick the ones that we can read and read them out loud and maybe have a couple of special guests to talk about their favorites. Maybe. I think we have a special guest for our binge watch episode and we have a couple of special guests for our wish list, which is going to be hilarious. Totally hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that should be hilarious. But until then, I hope you enjoyed these eight episodes. I'm so happy you listened to us. Happy you enjoyed it. Stuck around with us. And if you enjoyed it, hey, subscribe. You think you might want to subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And also, if you enjoyed it, how about leaving us that five star review? Hey, come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Keep Angela alive. Keep Angela alive. All right. So let's say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody. Demon kiss. We'll talk to you next week. Demons Discuss and Demons Domain are independent and not affiliated with Bad Wolf, Sky One, Sundance Now, and Shudder. Clips of the TV show and soundtrack are used for the purpose of commentary only. The soundtrack is an original score by Rob Lane and the Chamber Orchestra of London. The soundtrack is available for purchase on iTunes.